Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs 14, verse 34, and it says this, Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. Now, it seems maybe a little judgmental and naive to say that we can discern the character of a nation since people are individuals, but apparently the Proverbs declare that God can do that. And if we want to live wisely in this age, we should take seriously how God views our nation and our role in it. Now, the word exalts is translated from the original Hebrew word that can mean high above, lifted high, meaning honorable, worthy of praise. And so what brings a nation praise in God's eyes? Is its righteousness. What condemns a nation is its sin. And so Keller cites the definition of righteousness as to disadvantage oneself to the advantage of the whole community. He gives us a number of examples of how God's prophets called for such righteousness in their times that we can learn from. For example, for example, Daniel calls the pagan king to act justly. In Daniel 4:27 it reads, "Therefore your majesty be pleased to accept my advice. Renounce your sins by doing what is right, and your wickedness by being kind to the oppressed. It may be that then your prosperity will continue." We live in a world that isn't necessarily going to respond to a full Christian standard, but at least a level of fairness many people would call a, quote, natural law of justice and fairness. See, no matter how wicked a nation may be due to their sin, we see God's mercy at work to redeem and restore to righteousness. For example, the call of Jonah to Nineveh from Jonah chapter 3, verse 1 through 10 says this, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. Go to the great city of Nineveh and proclaim to it the message I give you. Jonah obeyed the word of the Lord and went to Nineveh. Now Nineveh was a very large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began by going a day's journey into the city proclaiming, Forty more days in Nineveh will be overthrown. The Ninevites believed God. A fast was proclaimed and all of them from the greatest to the least put on sackcloth. When Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, and sat down in the dust. This is the proclamation he issued in Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds, or flocks taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink. But let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. Let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Who knows? God may yet relent with his compassion, turn from his fierce anger, so that we will not perish. When God saw what they did and how they turned from their evil ways, he relented, and he did not bring on them the destruction he had threatened. The Proverbs see God as the only judge who exalts a nation or condemns a nation based on their sin or righteousness. And one way this is judged is how a nation reacts to its poor and marginalized. This means if a nation treats its poor with deference and respect, with fairness and compassion, it's revealing righteousness. If not, sin. So Keller leaves us with the obvious question to wrestle with in our own way. How are we doing as a nation? Where are we 
doing well and caring for the marginalized, the poor, the widow, the orphan, the immigrant? Where do we have some work to do? No matter what you think of this man, one of our founding fathers for the United States, Thomas Jefferson, described the weightiness of such a topic when he said this, Indeed, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just. See, it's one thing to observe the failings of society. It's another to take responsibility in addressing the problem. John Stott, the famous English pastor and theologian and mentor to actually our very own pastor emeritus, Kenton Bishore, once said this about the factors influencing the moral state of his country. He said this, You know what your own country is like. I'm a visitor, and I wouldn't presume to speak about America. But I know what Great Britain is like. I know something about the growing dishonesty, corruption, immorality, violence, pornography, the diminishing respect for human life, and the increase in abortion. Whose fault is it? Let me put it like this. If the house is dark at night, there's no sense in blaming the house. That's what happens when the sun goes down. The question to ask is, where is the light? If meat goes bad, there's no sense in blaming the meat. That's what happens when the bacteria are allowed to breed unchecked. The question to ask is, where is the salt? If society becomes corrupt, like a dark night or a stinking fish, there's no sense in blaming society. That's what happens when fallen society is left to itself and human evil is unrestrained and unchecked. The question to ask is, where is the church? Weighty words from John Stott. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we pray right now for our country. We, we pray as a whole that our country would be conformed more and more by your word and how it practices justice on earth. We pray that the church would be the one way in which we can play a part in addressing the needs of those on the margins. May we be people who are wise as serpents and innocent as doves in modeling righteousness to those in need around us. We pray for your help and your wisdom and your guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.